a great time enjoying all the good songs that we have for you from uh, funk master stino uh shandy is still here reishi is still here we've been having a super amazing conversation and then um we look forward to bringing it on radio because it is something that we should talk about yeah yeah but right about now we, we are joined by amazing person yeah and uh, we, we're going to be talking about something very very important good morning to you magdalene how are you doing i'm good good morning dear listener how are you doing we are very well yeah on behalf of them <laughs> okay so um we have margaret in the studio today because um she worked on something amazing and then i would want to talk about it so some time ago uh, she visited some secondary schools in jaws and then she asked the students to write letters to their parents on what they wish their parents what they wish their parents knew no what they, what they wish their parents should know yes. that they don't know actually yes so they they write the letters they don't include their name just their class and then their age 
and then they write these letters. So um, she was able to put them together. <laughs> <laughs> the, the express, yeah, exactly. The expression on your face. It's like there's something you would want your parents to know too. <laughs> exactly. Now I, I was privileged to go through some of the letters, and honestly, it was really shocking. Now, um, she was able to put this together and then she's going to tell us about what inspired it. But just before we get into the conversation, I'll read uh, just a few of the letters. Now, um, so um, a letter from a teen on what they wish their parents know, yeah? So we, I, I, I saw this letter. It was written by a 14-year-old and this person is in SS3. Now, this is what the person wrote. I want to tell my dad. Someone actually wrote this for the record, Yeah. Yeah, I want to tell my dad about my landlord. My sister told me that when me and my dad were not around, my landlord told her to come do something for him. So my landlord told my sister to allow him to touch her and he will give her 1,000 naira. But my sister refused and ran away. But she is afraid to tell my dad because she will not believe and the landlord will deny it. Then this letter came from a 16-year-old who is in SS2. There is this guy I really like. I met him through a friend. We normally go out together and have fun. A 16-year-old. Then I started feeling somehow anytime he was close to me. A day came when he traveled because his sister was sick and had to go for a CS. The operation was successful. When he came back, he asked me what I had for him. I didn't know what to say, so I told him I missed him and I hugged him. Then I asked him the same question, then he kissed me. I was scared and I am still scared of telling my parents, not even my mom. Sometimes I prefer telling a boy my secret than my mother. Wow. Oh God. Then let's take one last one because the letters are actually much. Um, this one says, Dear mom and dad, this uh, is written by a 12 year old who is in just one. Dear mom and dad, I want to tell you about something that has been disturbing me. I don't like the way you send us at night to anywhere because there are different type of things that may happen bad. I am not hoping for it to happen, but I just have to say it. Nowadays, nobody is to be trusted. There are kidnappers and armed robbers. If something bad happens, nobody will be at fault but you because of how you send us at night. I don't like going out at night, no matter how important what you want us to buy is. We have to leave it till morning. I just obey you to be good to you and not be a bad child. Yesterday, while I and my sister were working, we saw a man and he said we should enter his car. Had it been we were all stupid, we would have entered and nobody knows what would have happened next. But we did not enter even when the man was insisted. We ran home. Please, Dad, I am not saying this to make you angry, but to say what's in my mind. I hope you stop sending us in the night. Wow. I am moved. <coughs> I'm worried. Yeah. That's serious. Honestly. So, these are just uh, a few of the letters sent in by teenagers. So, you know, most times we look at these um, teenagers and then we think they don't have problems. We think that whatever it is that we are doing to them is what we are supposed to do. We feel like our work comes first and they don't have issues. Let me ask you, Shandy, when was the last time you had a relationship talk with your parents? Well, I'm, I'm fortunate. My mom is actually a very free person. We used to talk about boys. 
when I was coming to school, yes, when I was coming to school, there was this advice my mom gave me that I was so shocked. She was, she was like, you are going to school, be careful, I will not be there. Boys wahala, I will not be there. Sex wahala, I will not be there. But if you must, use condom. Wow. I was like, you understand? And when I tell my friends these things, they'll be like, how? How do you? It's just, it just it depends on the relationship you have, you have with your parents. I think I already have that relationship. My mom is not just my mom, she's my friend. We talk, we gist, we talk about boys, we talk about men, we talk about almost everything. So it depends on the relationship you have with your mom. Okay, mm-hmm. Rashi. To be honest, I feel like 80% of our African parents think that the only things we need in this life is just food, clothing, <laughs> and shelter. They don't care about our mental health or yes. our, um, you know, the other things that matter. Honestly, I am worried and pained right now because I have a lot of stories to tell, but not today. Mm. Okay, that's why we have Magdalene to do the talking today. And maybe uh, some other time we're going to uh, talk about um, some of these things because I saw someone shared on Facebook that um, there are a lot of adults today who are still struggling with some of the bad decisions that happened, some of the things that happened from childhood. Yeah. And that's because they never had the opportunity to share with their parents. And then their parents were more interested in just go to school. Oh. We don't we are not blaming our parents, parents. for wanting us to have good education. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then sometimes you're going through stuff, but then um it's like earlier we we're talking about divorce like yes. if you get married and then it is getting so bad like you're being abused emotionally physically mm-hmm. you can leave but then sometimes our parents are more concerned about what other people, people are going to say what yeah. will my friends say more than how you actually feel at the moment that is story for another day we're going yes. to call our parents to give us an explanation okay so what inspired dear parent magdalene um emotional well-being of children let's say generally mental health i noticed uh in most of the cases children are being ignored aside from go to school get good grades go to church or mocks be a good girl like or a good boy that's all that is being observed we don't observe the silent voices inside of them there's a lot of conversation they have with themselves which we don't see and in most of the cases we don't care to listen yeah. and those who listen they listen more to judge than to encourage yeah sure. that is true. what inspired me i i see a lot of there are days in my childhood where i have a lot of conversations with myself but i was scared to even say it out because i know the first thing someone will start asking is ah is she okay even at that like a child as this age and you're thinking about stuff like this mm, all those things they are they are really scary but you can't speak out mm. that was what inspired me okay so from all the letters that you have gotten <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, because I, I know that you, you've read all the letters that yes, came I in. did. You've actually uh, you read through it. So what yes. are your observations from all of it? Sincerely speaking, I would say we have a serious challenge with our parenting. According to the students' letters, we have a lot of challenges. They are going through a lot and they have no one to listen to them. And those who, most of the parents are busy, actually. And the ones that are available might not have established that relationship with oh, sure. these children will open up to them. 
and there's a lot of pressures from the internet from the peer pressures from even what society expects of you as a child everybody feels you're supposed to be a good child they didn't they, they won't check are you ready for whatever role you're being given can you handle it like we need mentorship which they don't have and they are just there seriously this is a serious challenge that's what i can say for now wow so uh, just before we continue if you're a parent and you're listening to us when was the last time you had uh, an honest conversation with your child aside have you done your assignment i hope you're working hard to take the first position don't come back home with um position five you don't uh, the person who takes position first doesn't have ten 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 yes. <laughs> you know when was the last time you have you had like honest conversation you talk to your children about what they should know now i remember very well that um when while margaret was still working on that i was i had to share some of the letters because i was so upset it was touching i shared some of the letters with my mom and she was telling me about a girl that was raped by her teacher so what happened is that the crazy part of it all was that after she was raped she went back home and nobody noticed nobody her mom is at home her dad is at home but none of them noticed that something is odd something something doesn't just feel right with this girl today so it means that there's so much attention that we should give our children that we are not given to them now it is so sad that um we are still we even though we are trying but we haven't gotten to that point where we can talk about depression and suicide openly i know people who are still struggling from something that happened to them since they were seven years eight years and they're about 30 40 today and they're still suffering from it it means that like she said it means that there's so much that we need to do as regards parenting and it makes me ask one question when people are getting married are you sure you know sometimes we don't ask or know if they are fit to be parents we just want them to get married because their mates are getting married we just want them to get married because they are old enough to get married and not because they are fit to actually be a mother or father to somebody and sometimes we see someone who has a questionable character a man has a questionable character and you say oh when he gets married he is going to change how <laughs> you know so it, it, it this is something that all of us have to just we, we need to do something for our children who are struggling i bet you that if you read out most of the letters that came in for this project you would cry it is very sad Okay, Margaret, I want to ask you a question. Yes. After receiving those letters from those kids in that particular school, yes. What What did you do? Did you have a conversation with the parents or something? What was your reaction afterwards? Okay, I when I received the letters, I was supposed to go back to the school based on the letters and give some feedback to the student, like speak, talk about it. Some of them compare uh, complain about comparison between parents. Yeah. So my plan was to go back and explain to them if I cannot get the attention of the parent at least i can get the child to understand and ignore some things that are not really necessary then there's this convict 19 and all that so mm-hmm. i couldn't co- go back but that's my plan okay. on going back and addressing the students then the parents i wrote the book did a i did a um a lunch which i invited a guest speaker to speak on children mental health Okay. that's for the parents yeah. that was what i did but i'll still do more okay. if i have the chance that's nice. all right so um what help is available for children who already have their childhood ruined 
Wow. Can this still come out of it? Is it over? They can come out of it if we help them. Some are strong enough and they find their way with time. Yes. But others are not. They are going to need help. Now, what we have to do in order to help them out is to normalize, is to make people talk with the same openness about mental health that they do about their physical health. It's normal. If a child should come and tell you, okay, today I really feel like giving up. Don't make it look like you, he doesn't have the right to feel that way. <laughs> it's the same way like I'm having headache and then you feel it's normal for me to have headache. Then tomorrow I tell you, okay, I don't feel okay today. And you think that's, that's, that's not okay. Some of those things, they discourage them from speaking out. We have to make it, we have to make them feel that it's okay to speak out. It's okay to feel like, like giving up. We just encourage them. We have to be there for them and make them feel love. We have to show them that love and give them that and create that relationship and fill in the gap. Let them feel more comfortable talking to us that going anonymous, uh, even though we have more anonymous parents nowadays online than children, but then they also need that attention. Okay, so you mentioned earlier about um, the fact that you really want to go back to those schools and then help them. But you know, um, I feel like when, you, when we're talking about mental health, it has to be balanced. Like, even when you go to tell these kids, um, okay, this is what you should do, this is what you should do. Some of them who still have abusive parents are still going to go back to that same box, yeah. staying with the same yeah, person. So how do we, how can we encourage positive conversations how can we encourage our parents to be friends with us not just being friends when they want to ask us about something maybe um my mom wants to know if i have a boyfriend and yes. she comes ah my daughter how are you today ah, come on eat i bought you this thing and so tell me who is your boyfriend you know all those trying to yeah. manipulate your child because you want that information so you can scold the person yeah yes. but how can we have honest conversations with our children let them understand okay oh this is what you have done oh okay it is fine you have made a mistake but you can come out of this how can we just encourage positive parenting. conversations and parenting. also parenting yes. between um our parents and our children as well well for now i have been writing on that they hear it on uh prgv new horizon so i've been writing on that but then there are other communities in um online the intentional parents and all those stuff that also help but the problem with our parents is they are not willing to some are not willing to actually learn because when i wrote the book some people were like she's not even a parent who give her the right they didn't even read the book actually they just saw the cover page anything that says their parents and then they'll just be like she's not even a parent she's not even a parent and even there's this clergyman that was the funniest of all i i was like is this one okay no he told me that you're not even a parent yet you're writing on parenting she'll be very soon you see you marry and then you have your kid i will see how we do it how are we supposed to help each other when we don't even listen our african parents have really abused this um these proverbs what a, a father knows or mm, stuff yeah, like what, that what a child sees yes, exactly <laughs> they have abused it i'm not saying it's wrong it's right but they have abused it they have used that to limit us they, they have used that to compress whatever ideas that we have in us the moment you speak out something that they don't like they just feel like okay yeah, this one is being rebellion rude, stubborn yeah. So they have used that to press us down. And truly, in that aspect, we have to start 
are changing our mentality towards some things we have to start giving children opportunities and looking at them rather than just making them look like they don't understand what they are doing yeah. mm. all right thank you very much uh margaret for coming around and then uh, we're not going to end this conversation without giving a, a shout out to the parents who are doing really well the real i mean MVPs. yeah we we, we, as we see them every day i mean there are days you see these people and you just wish that oh more if only i had this you know mm-hmm. so they're the honestly there are parents who do really well you see them with your children and you admire them you feel the connection it doesn't feel like there's some pretense going on but you know that there is a father mother child relationship that is going on in this family we love you and we appreciate you and we also know that parenting is not easy but please as much as possible your children are your responsibility please don't be the reason why they cry all night so sad yeah yes honestly. don't don't be the reason why don't you cry all night no. please and they should know that it is okay to have those conversations those awkward conversations they think you can't have with the children it's okay it will help them a lot honestly. seriously yeah. all right it is still the late morning show <laughs> we'll be back after this break please stay tuned are you You tryna get back at me You can't let them win All they really wanna do is distract me She like, who you fooling? You been out here tryna make a movie She like, boy, it's a two-way Groupies only follow 